This is where the big boys play, huh? you to, to, to doubt El Dandy because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss covered, three handled family credential. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Your hosts, Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. We are three C T. Welcome everybody to another edition of Three C T Live here on Facebook. Facebook.com slash three count Thursday. Also on Twitter, YouTube. Across the globe, uh, we are a captain short today. Uh, unfortunately, Big Jim has prior engagements tonight, um, but he will be back for our Tuesday show. Um, looking forward to having him back and talk more. Good to see everyone here listening, watching live. Uh, Devin, we see you, so many others. Be sure to give a like and a share. Tell everybody what you're doing for the next hour here on your social media platform of choice. Why was Mark very ghostly? <laughs> Sitting around having some lighting problems. In Studio B. You're in Studio B. With your, Studio B tonight. Your Drake's treats behind you. But, I got uh, my... Drake's treats. Mark, I yeah, can't we, even fathom that you would put Drake's treats in your top five of snack cakes if you're making a list. Well, I probably wouldn't. Dude, dude uh, funny, funny bones belong there. Funny bones. I got, uh, I got oh, a little Debbie. That's a snack cake right there. No, yeah, no, that, that's, in a, that's in your top two probably top two little debbie ain't no snack she's the whole meal baby let me tell you something <laughs> Jesus. of course you would say that but be sure to uh check us out uh on our website threecountthursday.com you can get uh, our links to our merchandise store uh over at t public some unfortunate news uh to kind of start the day off we are no longer on L-E-E-I-B sports.com because Leib Sports doesn't exist anymore. So the huh. only place that you can find us is right here or on your podcatcher of choice. Um, so good to see. Uh, good to have William here. How you doing? We miss Big Jim too. Um, looks like uh, Devin is loving your shirt, Ryan. 
good old General Kiesel shirt. But uh, let us go around the horn. And since uh, Ryan, you were uh, called out by Devin, uh, you can go first. Uh, let me see if I know how to do this here. Um, Ryan, where's the button? How you doing? Yeah, there's no name in the H button here. Where in the heck is the how you doing? You know what? You can keep looking for it. I'm gonna. I'll go ahead, Jim, and uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll take. Ahead. I'll take. I'll go ahead. Uh, L e e i b sports dot com. Um, I am great. I'm so happy to be here. There's really, I mean, I can think of I don't know a dozen places I'd rather be, but I'm here with you because contractually I have to be. So uh, I don't. I don't know. Well, I appreciate that you're keeping up your obligations. Anything uh, for contractually you, here. I appreciate that. I'm not Jim. I'm I'm straightened out, Jim. Uh, it's a T. Uh, but Matt, how you doing? We are doing well. Um, sorry, I minimized my screen here and lost track of what I was looking at. It happens. There we are. Doing well. I uh, had a nice trip to the aquarium today in lovely Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Inner Harbor is beautiful this time of year, let me just tell you. Uh, but looking forward to talking some wrestling here today. As am I, as am I. Um, intern Mark, I'm sure you've got some sort of song lyrics to give us. So how you doing? How'd you know? Well, you may have noticed I, I got a scissors and I fixed my beard and my hair. I hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. And I pay my mama's bills. I ain't got no time to chill. Think these hoes be mad at me? Their baby father run a bill. Said, little, you can't with me if you wanted to. These expensive. These is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. Jim, when I hit the store, I can get them both. I don't want to choose. Don't be quick to cut this intern off. So oh, I don't get comfortable. Oh, God. He <laughs> called me Jim, too. I guess I'm Jim today. Aren't you? I'm, oh, you're. I'm sorry. My, oh, God. Tim, what are you yeah. doing up there? That's Big Tim. Well, Big Jim, is, Big Tim. Big Jim is away uh, on assignment. Uh, I think he's got he's about in, nine different things that he's got to do in succession before he can come back here. Um, it, he went to the Baltimore Aquarium today, I think. Nope, that's the other guy. Oh, Smokey. No, the other one. Matt was able to leave the state, look at dolphins, come back and still make it for the podcast. Jim's excuse, I can't wait to hear next Tuesday what he's going to have to say. But it's not going to be as good as I was at an aquarium. No. Not even close. I went to the alpaca farm. What's he going to say? I hope he bought some Alpaca. The alpaca are majestic animals, though. You cannot uh, disagree with that. So, that um, Jim, how are you doing? Yeah, we want to know, Jim. I'm Talk well. I'm glad to uh, be be back with you guys this week. Um, missed last week. Um, I was paying some past due going out tax uh, with uh, the lady, so... With a, a heavy podcast weekend, and then before that, I was gone, and she was gone last weekend. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta stay inside and make the the lady happy, and that's what I did. So your hung contributions out, had a good time. were so big, though, we had to replace you with Big Mac. 
But that's Jim's easy. Not, like, Jim's not Mac and I are Jim's not here. We don't need to replace him. The show goes on just fine without him. I can I well I, there's no uh, there's no uh, how you doing sounder. Well, that's but tough. there there is this though. On this day On this day, May 19th in pro wrestling history, the inmates are not running the asylum Big Mac. It is I, uh, the uh, the great and powerful, not so, not so great and powerful, but uh, on this day in wrestling history, uh, three birthdays, uh, actually five birthdays um, on today, uh, a posthumous happy birthday to Andre the Giant, who was born on this day, as well as Dirty Dick Slater, um, both no longer on this mortal coil, but still had a birthday nonetheless. Um, but a big happy birthday to uh, Malachi Black turning 37. Kip Sabian, who is that? Nobody knows anymore. Uh, but he is turning the big 30. Um, and 3CT Nation member Lee has a birthday today. Happy birthday to Lee. Um, very Wait, good to have. Uh, oh, I, it was on my Facebook for today. Are you serious? I was. I, I wish him a belated birthday. Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> See, really well, today, I screwed on. the pooch. Just know that his birthday is on this day. Also on this day, 1981, it was announced by the National Wrestling Alliance that due to Vern Gagne's retiring, that the AWA World Heavyweight title would become vacant. Um, and the title would be awarded to the former champion and current number one contender, Nick Bockwinkel. On this day. Uh, of course, we always have to have funny news, but a very, very influential uh, WWE superstar made his in-ring debut on this day in 1992. It is the Great Nails debuted today in 1992. On this day! 1995, the Extreme Championship Wrestling Promotion ran in Hazleton, PA, before 225 fans for the first day of the Malenko Guerrero Classic Weekend, where the competitors would face off in a best-of-three matches over two days for the ECW Television Championship. Uh, Eddie Guerrero did win the first match of this. Also, notably on this card, Ron Simmons versus Two Cold Scorpio, Marty Jannetty versus Raven, and the Sandman defending the ECW World Championship against Cactus Jack. On this day! In 1996, we have a double header of On This Day news. Uh, we'll do the lesser first. But in 1986 on WCW, it was Slamboree, where uh, it was a pay-per-view ball in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, it, the show was built around the Lord of the Ring concept, which led to Battle Bowl, one of my favorite things in the entire world. Battle Bowl! Uh, Battle Bowl! Main event, a double main event of DDP last eliminating the Barbarian to win Battle Bowl and become the Lord of the Ring, as well as the Giant successfully defending the WCW Championship against current AEW superstar Sting. Whew. On this day! But most importantly, in 1996, today is the anniversary of the curtain call. 
uh, one of the most infamous moments in the history of wrestling happened in Madison Square Garden on this day in 1996, where, of course, the click broke kayfabe and uh, following the main event of the event in the garden, um, which was also Kevin Nash and Scott Hall's final contracted night in the WWF before leaving to WCW. On this day, 1992 was WWE's first pay-per-view since the name change and getting the F out um, with WWE Judgment Day, which saw The Undertaker defeat Hulk Hogan to capture the WWE Undisputed World Title. That's awesome. On this day. On this day in 1994, Ron the Truth Killings won his very first and only NWA championship, which I believe also made him the first African-American NWA world champion. On this day. Uh, in 19 or in 2006, Matt will appreciate this. The cinematic classic See No Evil featuring Kane would be released and would go on to make $18.5 million worldwide in its uh, first theatrical run. And it is the most grossing film in theaters in the WWE's history. On this day. 2013 is Extreme Rules, which saw a main event, or a double main event, rather, of John Cena and Ryback in a last man standing match for the WWE title, and the debut of what we still know now as the cage that is used for WWE cage matches as Brock Lesnar took on Triple H. On this day... 2019, Money in the Bank. It marked the end of the era of Becky Two Belts as Charlotte Flair defeated Becky Lynch to win the SmackDown women's title, only to then have it be cashed in on by the winner of said contract, Bailey, later that night. Also saw the birth of Boombox Brock Lesnar, as this is the money in the bank that he won. On this day! And rounding out with a little bit of somber news in 2020, uh, former WWE superstar Shad Gaspard passes away after saving his son from being caught in a rip current off of uh, Venice Beach. Um, lost at sea, but not lost in our hearts. Our thoughts are still with the Gaspard family uh, with all of that, but uh, going out a hero as only a father would want to. And this is the all of the events, notable events that occurred on this day in pro wrestling history. Boys, did you learn something today? I learned that that gimmick can get longer. It, <laughs> it, it can be a little long. That's what she said. It, it's... It's tough when you're, I appreciate what all big Jim puts into the show uh, to cut down and, and keep some stuff off. I guess I could uh, sharpen my sword a little bit and be better with that, but I'm just here for the shitty comments. Uh, it's all good. Let's keep them coming.
Uh, remember when Kenny was upset when you would say May 19th? Yeah. And she, uh, Shawn Michaels had that stupid thing. Uh, he was point, he was, uh, pointing out, I think it was, it might've been, uh, Sean Spears wearing that stupid um, pullover with the date on the back. But either way, let us let us tarry on. We only have an hour today, so let's go. It is the wrestler of the week, week five here for us. Uh, starting off early, as of course, if you win on PW scorecards in our faction, you get to become the people's champ, the people's choice, and you get to automatically assign two points to any uh, superstar of your choosing from any wrestling promotion. And of course, our people's champ for now is Cousin Brian. And two points this week goes to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens uh, still entered sports entertaining Cousin Brian like nobody's business. But uh, let's see how the rest of us shake out. Who wants to give their top five first? I can. All right, let's go, Matt. All right, number five, I have Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Elite. Making his debut in the AEW yesterday. More good things to come. We'll see how he gets utilized, but hats off to you. Forever, Johnny Mundo, for marrying Taya Valkyrie. Number four, I have the up-and-coming queen of the deathmatch herself, Casey Catal, as the... uh, as the number four spot, just because she put on a number of hellish deathmatch events this weekend, including taking some uh, light tubes right in the mouth and possibly losing teeth. We'll see, but hats off to you, Casey. And her Mavericks are doing well, so I have to give a shout-out to the Mavericks for doing well in the NBA championship tournament. Uh, I know EJ would know what I was talking about, uh, except he's probably still praising his Jimmy Buckets montage he has in his closet. Uh, Number three and two, I wanted to make sure they both got on here separately. So Naomi, Sasha, sticking it to the man, taking a stand for what they feel is right. Good on both of you. And number one, we're still just giving out good vibes to people that I agree with, and this time in a political sense. Uh, Hats off to you. CM Punk for being uh, brave enough to take a stand, especially in Texas. Kudos. Yeah, big, uh, big bravery right there with the T-shirt game. Uh, very, very strong. Uh, who wants to go next? I will. Uh, I'll go next with uh, awesome. the vibes that Matt led off with. I will start with. Uh, I'll start with number one, CM Punk. Uh, yesterday, I chose to make a statement. In the great state of Texas, in the state of Texas, state of uh, Texas. made a statement in the state it, of Texas. That is, it's that is still a fact. state at this point. I guess it is still a state. Um, oh boy! Well, you know what they say: adversity don't secede. 
try try again. <laughs> they, uh, I'm assuming they will be there shortly. Is it Kanosuke Takashida? Bless I think you. that's how Close it's pronounced. Uh, I thought he put on a hell of a match with uh, with Hangman yesterday. Probably the match of the night. I I thoroughly enjoyed the match. The guy took a ton of offense and looked. Uh, I think he looked stellar for not seeing him. I think he's wrestled three or four times on AEW. I assuming dark. I don't know. I don't watch the YouTube stuff, but uh, very impressed with uh, with what I saw him. Uh, I think that was the match of the week, honestly. So uh, I'll put him up there. Was real impressed with him. Oscar, uh, the new number one contender over there on Raw. Um, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, 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 thank you, Jim. Oh, I um, beat Ray Phoenix. And <laughs> uh, what was a really fun match as well? He advances in the Owen Hart tournament. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and uh, I couldn't put Sasha or Naomi separate. So I put them together. Uh, they are number five on my list for, uh, I don't know, I guess walking out. They don't have to watch Raw now either. I put, I, I put, uh, you should have been number one then. I, you know what? That's a good point. I, I should have thought about that. Bad on Burke was first. Who knows? You know, but Takashita is really good. Um, it's kind of crazy that wrestling is easy when you let it be. And, uh, how do you book just, how do you make somebody a star? Well, you let him do what he did with Hangman. Yeah, man. I'm shocked. He's a big boy too. He's big. Yeah, he's he's up. thick. Yes. Uh, sturdy, as the kids would say uh, nowadays. But uh, I will go ahead and go and let uh, Mark close us out. But uh, number one, I have the ECWA legacy champion, Erica Lee, uh, winning the title. Um, now breaking the gender barrier permanently in ECWA where Anyone of any gender can go against or go for any title. Um, She's just continually breaking barriers in ECWA is also being the first female to ever compete in the male super eight. So a big shout out to Erica Lee for that. Uh, Number two, as the raw women's champion, number one contender, Asuka. Um, number three in an impressive victory over Johnny Elite. Um, I have Samoa Joe. Um, for the same reasons as Matt. Number four, I've got Casey Catal. Um, I believe she had a vicious, violent match with her husband. Uh, that was, uh, I saw a lot of uh, gifs of that. Uh, very good to see. And uh, number five. I have to give the devil her due, um, making waves for her own, calling her own number. Uh, Sasha Banks um, making just about as big an impact, not being uh, present on television this week, than, or especially on Monday, um, than most people could being on the show. Uh, so good for her. Um, Mark, go ahead and round us out. My boy. All right. So, uh, number one, I'm going to start at one and work my way down. I'm sorry if that upsets anybody out there, but this is a one hour show. So, one, I have a Suka. Oh, Asuka. She's going to be uh, wrestling Bianca Belair in the Hell in a Cell. And number two, we have O O O O'Reilly. Thank you, Tim. 
We have uh, Kyle O'Reilly because he advanced in the Owen Hart tournament. Then we have Adam Cole, baby. He also advanced in a tournament to face. I shouldn't even say. So he's going to advance the tournament. And number four, I keep being entertained by that Riddle character. Riddle keeps entertaining me. When he started calling Sami Zayn Rusty, I don't know why, but it was really funny. And it was stupid, but it was funny. And I'm still entertained by that Ezekiel character, so he gets number five for me. Perfect. I like Zeke. Cannot complain with that. Um, Big Jim also had picks this week, rounding them out. He had CM Punk at one, Adam Cole at two, Asuka at three, the combination of Sasha Banks and Naomi at four, and good old EY, Eric Young, rounding out his top five. And four... Though I know he picked Eric Young, not anybody else, and he's not here to defend himself. So we can literally take a couple of seconds and just poo poo on that. Go ahead. Ryan. I don't mind the pig. You just know damn well he didn't watch any match with EY in it. <laughs> I mean, the Google machine works great over at Nisa States. What? What do you? What was the last Eric Young match you think Big Jim oh, might have watched? NXT Sanity Eric Young. Yeah, but do yeah. you even think he watched that? Yeah, uh, it was probably on the beginning of the card. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Uh, for our wrestlers of the week, taking first place honors this week is, of course, the man who was bold enough to uh, make a statement in the great state of Texas, deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, CM Punk, number two. Uh, the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, earning eight points for the week. Uh, Sasha Banks, earning six points with a third place uh, effort. Adam Cole with four. And rounding out, sharing two points is Kyle O'Reilly and Naomi. Now, where does that leave us for the year? Well, Josh Alexander still sits atop the throne. Uh, with 18 points, uh, all tied with 10 is Theory, Mercedes Martinez, Taya Valkyrie, Ronda Rousey, and of course, added to the list now, CM Punk. And then closing out the top 10, we have the pretty deadly tandem of Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, Cameron Grimes, Cody Rhodes, the Briscoe brothers, Asuka, and Sasha Banks. If ever you want the full outline of what we've got going on, go to threecountthursday.com, click on the Wrestler of the Week link, and you can see not only this year, but next year's, or last year's, not even next year's, we're not prognosticators, but you can see last year's voting as well. So be sure to check that out at your leisure. So, of course, boys, it is, uh, it's that time for the Recount question of the week. And it is uh, very much tied to uh, what we've got uh, from our top five. We all kind of know what was going on. Sasha Banks, Naomi, uh, if you believe reports, um, had a kerfuffle with uh, the creative going on for Monday Night Raw. And as a result, left their tag team titles at uh, the new women's tag team champion, Johnny Ace, uh, 
And uh, of course, we all know how we feel about um, about Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace is a piece of shit. Um, but from there, uh, Sasha and Naomi completely blow up the the events that took place on Monday Night Raw. So are Sasha and Naomi in the wrong? Anyone? No. No. Okay. Uh, no. There, there's two ways to. I mean, no, they're not in the wrong. They, you know. I, I I don't I don't love how the questions worded. No, they're not in the wrong. Was well, it unprofessional? Question, the, Probably. The actual, Were they in the, the wrong? No. Question, Is there right. consequences for their actions? Ultimately, there will be. Right. Well, that's for the the way that it's worded is worded on the bottom just to shorten it. But the question was: Are they in the right or are they in the wrong? Um, and more so, like how will history uh, remember this particular outing? I know that. If you look back in the history of, of other walkouts, I mean, we mentioned it. I mentioned it during the wrestler of the week, but nails famously walked out on WWE ultimate warriors walked out multiple times. Jeff Jarrett has walked out. Um, the CM biggest Punk wrestler of all time. Stone cold. Steve Austin walked out. Yeah. yeah. He took, he his, took ball his ball and went home. And went home so Brock, Brock Lesnar did as well. Right. Walked out. Right. Yeah. There's tons of people that have done it. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think history is gonna shine well on Sasha and Naomi. Unfortunately, I don't know if. It's, Why do you think that is? I just. I, I don't have a problem with it. Right. Do do what's no, right for you. Absolutely. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the the. I don't think the male fans are ready to accept that a woman can just walk out, and be okay with that. Stone Cold can be celebrated. CM Pump can be the voice of the voiceless. I just, I don't know. There seems to be a lot more people that have an issue with this on Twitter and social media than any other wrestler has done in the past. It's also because social media is a lot more prevalent now than That's it was fair. when a lot of those other walkouts occurred. That's a fair um, point. So, Which kind of lends to your point of why they're being viewed harsh, harsher than the others and why that might be a sticking point is just because Right now in the age of social media, especially on Twitter, it's it's not fact based. It's there's gonna be a lot of wild stories, accusations kind of thrown being thrown around in terms of why they left. And, and I'm sure there will be plenty of people that just kind of say, Oh, well, they you know, for whatever reason they they didn't like the way they were being booked, and that's just you know unprofessional to walk out like that and not really knowing the full extent of what their true issues were, which we really don't have at this point. We have kind of some reports in terms of people who are close with the pair and what we've heard is as to why they walked out. And if it's the case, it seems like it certainly would be justified. But again, until we hear directly from the sources, I, I don't think that we, we can really know and adequately say one way or the other at this point i will say it's a little strange the timing of the release from wwe i can't recall a time where they were that quick to respond to something um so that to me seems a little bit like damage control and let's get out in front of it and doesn't paint wwe in a better light in my opinion but again other people might see that differently for sure um a question that I kind of had just spitballing this is, um, is Sasha kind of 
turning into, or could she be perceived? I'll, I'll I'll use it that way. Do you think that there's a possibility that she could be perceived as the girl who cried wolf? Um, this is not the first time that Sasha Banks has been directly relate or linked to a dispute with her creative. I mean, if you go back to the WrestleMania where they lost the tag titles, there was the stories of Sasha Boo Boo face, just like I don't know if she was throwing a tantrum backstage or was what her and Bailey were laying on the ground crying was the story. Yeah, right? like that was the story. And it's like how many times I guess like how many more times will Sasha or do you think Sasha has an unlimited run on like calling her number and like going about it? I I'm using this term because it's what it is, but I'm not trying to use it as a negative, but she's doing it selfishly. Like she's doing it for herself and not for the company at large. How many more times can she call her own number and do something like this? I feel like and this time get Tim. I feel like there's some truth to what you're saying because we've not even mentioned Naomi in this at all. So there has to be exactly. I mean, Naomi is is just as guilty or is as big of a part of this as as Sasha should be. And really, everybody's talking about Sasha's done it before. Sasha's this. WWE doesn't need Sasha. Sasha doesn't need the. Uh, it's 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 about Sasha. So unfortunately, I think the word selfish gets played into this. Um, and 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 what I would hope it is it is it is Sasha Banks Naomi saying, look, this isn't good for business for us anymore, and and taking business into their own hands. Uh, and that, that's my it, hope it, for it. It's certainly a fair point as well. And, and because of the, the history and, you know, people will say, oh, this is Sasha being Sasha. And to an extent, they, they might have a case, but we've never seen Naomi do something like this before. And Naomi has had some bad gimmicks. Naomi has had some bad bookings. Naomi has gotten the short end of the stick a number of times in, in her career with the company. And we have yet to see her kind of be like, I'm done with this at this point. So I think that lends a little bit more legitimacy to it. But at the same time, at, at the end of the day, Sasha's the bigger name. Sasha's probably more well-known just due to her stuff that she's doing outside of wrestling. And so, you know, her name is going to be ahead of Naomi's and all of that because of her involvement with Star Wars and, you know, being at the different red carpet premieres and, and everything else. Whereas Naomi just hasn't had that outside of wrestling influence just yet beyond, you know, Total Divas, which was however many years ago at this point. She's married to Nuso. That's true. She's part of the table. She's at the table. She's not the head she of it, though. Table. She does have a yep. seat there. She's part of the bloodline. <laughs> um, intern Mark, we haven't heard much from you, but the closest probably player comparison I can think of for Sasha Banks is the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, um, especially in his first run um, with the click and the politics and and being in the pocket of Vince McMahon, kind of on the opposite side of Sasha, but kind of using his influence to get what he wants um by by forcing the hand as opposed to Sasha doing the inverse by like forcing hands by not giving 
people what they want. Um, do you think that, do you think that something like this will eventually tarnish the legacy of Sasha Banks? Or do you think that her work will speak for herself? You know what? I think her work will speak for it's herself or itself. I don't think too many people remember Shawn Michaels for his walkout. He, uh, he came back and was very successful beyond that. And, uh, yeah, the funny thing too is Tony Storm walked out very recently and I don't, there was some talk about it, but I don't know that it was this kind of backlash or groundswell, if you will, from uh, Twitter and other social networking sites. So I don't know where's is because, uh, Sasha has been with the company longer or because she was a current champion. And I don't know. I don't, I kind of don't get it. I've heard, I've heard it kind of like, like to like Jeff Hardy walked out of a house show. Yeah. Um, yeah Jeff Hardy's recently. Yeah. I mean, there was some talk about that and that was more recent. That was, you know, the, the social media era. Um, but I think you look at somebody, Sasha's at a different level, obviously than Jeff Hardy. Um, this directly, currently. well, currently, yeah, this, this directly affected uh, an advertised main event where a house show is a house show and everything's subject to change. Um, they were champions. Uh, so now you have a championship in in limbo. Who knows really what's happening, even though it's a shit championship and nobody takes it seriously. And who was the last real actual tag team to hold that? The answer is probably the Iconics because that's the only actual tag team in the women's division the WWE's ever had that I can really think of. So they're they're they're, t- they're titles that don't mean shit to begin with. Um I don't I don't know. They're, they're props. And I hope I I, I don't know. I, I feels like Sasha and, and Naomi wanted to make something more of these props. Um and I don't I just don't know if it ever could be made more um than two independent successful wrestlers being teamed together to wrestle for a tag team because the WWE feels the need to sell replica belts. Yeah. And it's just, there's not, there's not a tag division. Right. If you believe the story, the story is that Naomi was going to end up winning the six pack challenge by pinning Sasha. And then, so she would face Oscar and then Sasha. do Do you think WWE saw the excitement around FTR wrestling over on AEW and said, well, we have these ladies. We'll put them in a six-pack, and then one team member will pin another team member, and it's going to be fine. They're going to come out fine on the other side. Do you think that had any bearing to this at all? I don't think so. Okay. They're doing they're doing something very similar to what they did with the Boston Hug Connection with Bailey and Sasha, where they ended up splitting up as tag champions um, they were going to be successful in winning their titles from Asuka. Um, but in, in this juncture, it is one of those things where um, they were going to end up challenging for the Raw and SmackDown women's titles and lose. Um, and so it's like you make us tag team champions just to solidify the already over Ronda Rousey and the already over Asuka. Like it doesn't make sense where they wanted to possibly go against a team. Um, I think that the two names that were 
mentioned was Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. as being the next contenders for the women's titles. Um, if anything, I think this might do us a favor and kind not to this is going to sound harsh for coming from me, but it's like going to get rid of those women's titles. I hope they're retired. Like, I I hope they don't come back. Like, it's until sucks. they start taking that division seriously, though. Like, what's the point of having those? It, and right. we can say that for the men's. Like, there was a stretch where it was just thrown together tag teams, and it was like, why are we doing this beyond just that? We feel like we need to have tag team titles for the men too. Like, if, if you're not going to put effort into building up actual tag teams building those storylines, getting those rivalries set, then then what's the point? You can't just have a tournament every few months and expect us to just all of a sudden care. Because I don't, honestly. I think about sometimes it. things fall in place. You know, I, Alpha Academy are two single wrestlers that kind of fell into place and I think are better as a tandem than they were singly. Um, RK Bro, I think they are both fine on their own but together they are something very special um but i think maybe we'll see this more with nxt the way it is when wwe develops their own talent and sends them through and can package tag teams together um but when you have independent stars in nxt wrestling as solos to put them together on the main roster never seems to work right who are the tag teams unless they have a fun name like New if, day, if you can get else a, is there? If you can get a team with like, and people can start saying "RK Bro," like that's fun. That's probably mo- a lot of the appeal is to have. They have jacket time. <laughs> can you name the two members of Jacket Time? The guy with the jackets, and is it the other jacket guy gone time. already? I think Kushida is gone. Kushida's gone, yes. right? Yeah. So we don't even <laughs> have Jacket I Time anymore. Jiro. <laughs> Well, it's not the other? weather anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, the 3CT Nation very much along our sides, too, of course, uh, Cousin Brian. Uh, there's no way does for us to judge them based on the hearsay of the IWC. And, of course, uh, Big Dick Devin coming in swinging. Hell no, they're not wrong for what they did. Um, they weren't getting what they deserved. Um, at least in their opinion, they were not getting what That's they deserved. Because, what, what does somebody deserve, though? Like, what do you deserve? You you sign a contract to perform as a performer. What do you deserve? All right, Jim, settle down. I'm not, no, I'm not what trying to. That is a question. It's my question. I, I mean, I, I, I sign a contract with the WWE, and if they want me to fucking job every single week, whatever. I'm getting paid. Right, but there's probably things in contracts. I mean, we don't have a clue what these no clue. contracts look like. So, that I mean, there might be some type of creative input that people negotiate for their contracts that that maybe what they're getting is not going in terms of like especially someone i would say you know we saw the the sports illustrated article again sports illustrated covering this walkout is kind of alludes to how big of a deal it is and and in the article it was referenced that they felt and and i don't know how necessarily much i agree with it but that the WWE needs Sasha more than Sasha needs the WWE at this point. So it might be that her contract has a little bit more wiggle room in terms of what she put in there for creativity. And and maybe that's just not being met. 
Yeah, it's I mean, hard to say. It's hard to say nowadays in 2022 that there's anyone bigger than the WWE. If if John Cena can walk away, if Brock Lesnar can walk away, if The Undertaker can walk away, if Roman Reigns is going to take a, a step away and, and not be as present, like, what is Sasha? Sasha's just like, you're no offense to her, but like she leaves. We've got Bailey coming off of injury soon. At some point, somebody from NXT is going to get called up. And if they catch fire, then everything's great. And even if they catch like half a fire of what Sasha did, um, there's, there's so much more to that. I think the um, point sure. of it was more so the, the outside of wrestling in terms oh, of for sure. in terms of how, what Sasha can do for the brand then as well. I mean, we've seen how WWE likes to have their their stars kind of play around and, you know, oh, what's this I'm holding at this press junket for Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, this is my heavyweight championship belt. Sure. So they like right. to have those tie-ins, but again, it's... At this point, I would say Sasha's probably not at that level yet either. She's she's getting there. She certainly has potential, but she's not there yet. So it certainly can be replaced, you know, if if the WWE sees fit. Of course. Good evening to Scotty. Scotty hey, joining Scotty. us here in time for uh, our next topic. Well, hey, um, one quick thing. Um, go ahead. You know, Medusa kind of walked out too, I guess you could say, and took the women's title to WCW. But I don't... If you think of her legacy, that usually pops up, but I don't know that that really mm-hmm. hasn't been a defined that hasn't defined her, I'd say. But I think the, the sure. trash can spot with the belt is is what people remember more than her actually walking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a yeah. good point. I think it's that and her monster trucks. Literally that's the monster about trucks. It. Yeah. That's a nice that's monster about it. Yeah, man. I don't know. Big monster I think trucks. It's a business, man. They made a business decision. I think that's. I think people get really emotionally wrapped up in this stuff too. It's it's business. They made a but business again, decision. Who, Who knows what the fallout's going to be? But they, I think, they know what the fallout could be, and they they made the choice and good for them. And they they stick to their guns. And to my earlier point, can anyone think of a time where WWE was this quick with the statement? No, no. Nope. Which makes me quick. think, and like I I hate to even entertain this, but. Is it a work? Like, think there is another famous or a notable falling out happening at the same time as this with Tessa Blanchard and WOW. Like, could the There's WWE a falling out with MJF and, and, and AEW right now? Yeah. And so, like, it is that blurred line between what is what is real and what is not. And at least in my mind, as the fan, if I see it on TV, it's a part of the show. And either either they made it part of the show and they're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken, huh? Or it's it's planned and because that six pack challenge kind of looked sus from the start Mm -hmm. and so then like you split everybody off and then you give us becky asuka by themselves on raw like that might be the only thing that's like 
extra suspect about it is like, why would you give away Asuka Becky on Raw one-on-one? That's tough. Yeah. It felt, and I am shocked I watched so much wrestling this week, um, with, with Corey Graves publicly commenting on it and using the words unprofessional. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a work. Commentaries in on it. That's a work. Right. You know, uh, WWE puts out their release very quickly. Um, Almost if immediately. You, <laughs> if you read the release, like the first two paragraphs, you're like, yep, this is for sure a work. That third paragraph, when they're like, Raw is a scripted live entertainment television show, um, and like exposes, if you're still dumb to the business, you're dumb. I don't know what to tell you, but ruining all sh- all shreds of kayfabe and saying like, look, this is a fully scripted show and these performers aren't performing. That seemed very real for WWE to like expose their business that much. That's the only reason I would lend it to believe those are boobies. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to scroll up just a little bit. But when oh, Sasha Banks oh, okay. and Naomi arrived at the evening this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event. Blah, blah, blah. During the broadcast, John Laurinaitis, they went to John Laurinaitis with their suitcases in hand. They claimed they weren't respected enough. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse, that that's wild to read. Match, and claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had, they'd had matches with those individuals in the past. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret to be we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. The issue I have with that is at the bottom of every wrestling poster I've ever seen are four words. Card subject to change. Yes, sir. They don't need to apologize. Like, maybe to your advertisers, maybe to something else, but either way, uh, neither here nor there. Um, Anything else on this topic before we shift into uh, probably the next closest big news item of the week? Uh, Carrying on, it was announced today on social media that Stephanie McMahon is... Effective tomorrow, taking a leave of absence from all of her duties within the WWE, uh, citing she is going to focus on family first um, to get her eyeline sight um, back on the things that are most important to her. Um, it is noted that Stephanie McMahon is currently the chief brand officer of World Wrestling Entertainment, and she's been with the company since to be technically since birth, but in a, an actual hired sense, dating back to like 1992, um, especially when she was posing in uh, WWF magazine for um, merchandise and then making her way through the ranks in creative until eventually taking the chief brand officer, Role Now, I know that there will probably be more news to come on this leave of absence, but um, how important do you feel that it is uh, of a blow for WWE to have Stephanie McMahon uh, taking a leave of absence from the WWE? 
Well, she created women's wrestling, so this is a pretty big deal. Massive. I mean, if you it really is. think about it, Naomi and Sasha's timing couldn't have been better. <laughs> I know. They're getting out. They getting probably out. heard rumors. <laughs> rumors. Yeah, it's tough to say. Like, um, she she was really the face of the WWE outside of what took place on television. All the Be A Star campaigns, um, any sort of press junkets for WrestleMania, SummerSlam, you name it. Stephanie was out in front um, leading the charge um, on a marketing sense. So um, you don't just you don't find that overnight. Now, you hope partially that this is not related at all to Triple H's health. Right. Um, with the news over the last six months with uh, Triple H's heart issues, um, one can kind of speculate. But again, that's all. It's just speculation where you you have taken the 250 piece puzzle and you've dumped it out. And now you're trying to put it together with all the information, you know, you know, Triple H just had notable heart surgery notably through on the interview with Stephen A. Smith, um, the news of the reports from the backstage during WrestleMania weekend with people being emotional with Triple H being back. So one hopes that this is not a medical related leave of absence. And maybe this is just a time for Stephanie to be able to focus on family and, you know, with possibly getting put into perspective with Triple H's health being bad now that he is, on the up and up actually having quality family time with the entire family and kind of taking uh, account of what is actually important. Maybe he launched another kid in her pop that too, but I don't know if that's good for his heart, you know, like, Hey, let's uh, test this thing out. Let's get one more. Maybe she's gone through menopause at this point. Right. Who knows? How, how old are the how, kids? How old is Aurora? Steph? Is she the wrong side of? She's the wrong side of thirty. She's, she's probably forty-eight. Would be my guess. Stephanie McMahon is forty-five. Forty-five. Oh, she's still ripe. She's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she has uh, three children. Uh, Aurora Rose, Murphy Claire, and Vaughn Evelyn, the oldest, born in 2006. So that would make her, what, 16? 16. Yeah. That's trouble. She probably I remember when she was born, and I'm like, she's 16 now? Gosh, I'm old. Yeah. I'm so old. Who better stay off the road? That's one. That's it right there. Stay off the sidewalks. Um, Of course. uh, And then even if you look at Triple H, Triple H is on the wrong side of 50 at 52. Um, But either way, like. She's 45 and 52, seven seven years apart. Devin, I'm not putting that on the screen, but I agree. I mean, a wrestler. Fifty-two is is a little bit harder than a, a, a normal folk 
52 as well. I guess right. You know, that's, that's those are some miles on that 52. When Daddy was a fall down man, uh, that's uh, right. Right. You get beat up, and then with the, especially with the genetic heart problem, it's even it's even rougher. But uh, definitely big big shoes to fill in regards to Stephanie taking a leave of absence. I know that we, as well as probably. Um, who actually, who am I kidding? We will be following closely to the actual journalists of wrestling. Your Sean Ross saps from fightful and your Mike Johnson's from PW insider. Um, as more information comes out on this, I'm sure we'll, we'll break it down and, and dissect it, whether it be Thursday or Tuesdays in the uh, podcast edition of three CT, um, which of course you all should go and follow. Uh, subscribe on your podcatchers of choice. Um, a lot of quality work. We're I think you should put that. Devin's comment up. I'm fine with it. What Devin say? I will. There you go. Oh, oh. no, he won't put it up. Got it. <laughs> All right. But uh, say that word, Devin. Next, next week, we will talk about, uh, we had another topic scheduled talking about the difficulties of being a fan uh, nowadays in 2022. Uh, but of course, Stephanie McMahon takes precedent. So let's uh, let's we're coming up right on the nine o'clock hour. Get everybody out of here on time. So um, Ryan, where can they possibly uh, find you? That's a really, really good question. Uh, I'm over there on Twitter. It's R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E, R-Y-N Eagle. If you guys are looking for some wrestling this week, tomorrow, in fact, it's the Reynolds Rumble 2 over there at uh, Reynolds Middle School in Lancaster. Um, AEW Sunny Kiss is going to be in the house. Bryce Remsburg will be there. All of Lancaster's greatest. It's, uh, I think, in conjunction with SWO. Uh, looks like a great time. Go out, support local wrestling. $15 gets you in the door. Again, that's the Reynolds Rumble 2 tomorrow at the Reynolds Middle School. It's a fundraiser for the school, so get out, support the school, watch some wrestling, have some fun. It's a Friday. What else are you going to do? That's so true. Uh, Matt, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at 3CT Affiliate. Um, Sixers are done. I've never tweeted about the Flyers, so maybe just a, an occasional tweet about the Phillies or West Ham, but at this point, most of my tweets are just nonsense, so follow me if you want Intern Mark. Intern Mark, where can they find you? I'll tell you what, you can find me this Tuesday and every Tuesday at Roots Country Market. You can find me most mornings way down upon the Conewago Trail. And right now on the weekends, baby, you can find me at Hershey Park. And I want to give a special, very happy 20th birthday to second cousin Andrew. Can you believe he's 20 today? Second cousin Andrew's turning 20. 20 today. Can you believe it? And that's it on this day we missed. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, I'm not in tune to the family. Yeah. Catch me at Not The Tool Man on all platforms. And most importantly... Follow the podcast at Three Count Thursday on all social media platforms. Join the Patreon. $2 a month gets you fantastic content. Buy our shirts over at Public, and so much more. Subscribe to the podcast if you can. And until next week, I think uh, Big Jim says it best. Stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.